Welcome to Weekend Coffee Girl, the podcast for thought-provoking chat over boozy coffee and stiff pours. Let's sip and chat. This podcast is for adults and it it features adult content that is not suitable for children. So if you don't want your children asking you why you have a swing in your bedroom, children should not be present while you're listening to this episode. Today we're talking about sex. And not just any old kind of sex. We're talking about good sex. Oftentimes, there are conversations about sex. And the center of that conversation is about what's wrong with sex. Or bad sex or a bad sexual encounter. Rarely do we hear about things that are good and right about sex. So tonight, I wanted to just talk about sex and sex positive tools and just have a good time. Our guest is LaShonda Unsell. She is a pure romance consultant. A couple of weeks ago, she shared a post on Instagram from the official pure romance Instagram page. And the stats were really beautiful and they caught my eye. So the stats stated the following. 68% of African-American women experienced an orgasm during their most recent sexual experience. Kissing and cuddling are the two most common sexual activities reported by African-American women during their most recent sexual experience. 75% of African-American women say they engaged in kissing and cuddling, and 60% said they engaged in cuddling. Lastly, it stated that 74% of African-American women rated their most recent sexual experience as either quite or extremely pleasurable. And I thought it was important to talk about sex and sexuality from an African-American woman's perspective. Now, when we talk about sex, we talk about sexuality, and it's one person's own self-expression of their sexuality, the things that they are attracted to, who they like, and how they dress. Those, that is a normal and perfect and healthy way to describe a person. However, what is not healthy is being sexualized by others and all they see you as is a sexual being. So no matter what you say or do or how you dress, someone views you as a sexual being instead of a person. So my guest is LaShonda Unsell um, and she and I are good friends. And what I love about her is that she's free to be who she is. She's very focused and very driven, um, but she's very secure in her own sexuality. How are you? I am well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited about this conversation. And um, yeah, let's talk about a little sex. I'm, I'm, I'm great, though. Good. Now, when I read this post, like I was all into it and I reached, I shared it in my story. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in the numbers. I'm good. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because rarely have I had a bad sexual experience. And all of my sexual experiences, even if it was, you know, not so great, um, resulted in an orgasm. And there was affection that I liked. Mm. So I feel good to be in the numbers because this is really high. And I think a lot of times we don't talk to Black women about what they like sexually. Very, very true. And um, it's crazy because I just reposted another post from Pure Romance. And it says, as a youth in the African-American community, churches and schools, I grew up hearing that that abstinence was the only way. 
you were shamed if you talked about having sexual urges or even worse experiences. And I think a lot of us can relate to that, right? Absolutely. And I wish that we didn't have to relate to it. Um, My daughter, when she started school here in Texas, at seventh grade, they had like a sex ed and it was the corniest shit I've ever heard in my life. And you know, my child, she is very intuitive. She's, you know, extremely smart. And she was like, mom, they just talked about abstinence. And she's like, but what if we don't have abstinence? What if we don't want to abstain? Mm -hmm. What happens if a person has sex? Like, it's got to be natural. How did we all get here? And that just kind of made us have a conversation about, you know, some of the things that are important to discuss, you know, with, with sex. Right. And I, and I think that, you know, she, you know, I am a Sloan fan, so I am so happy that she even asked you that question. So that definitely shows how comfortable she is with you and having those conversations because a lot of little girls don't ask. And I think especially when we were growing up, when we were her age, I'm not sure if we would have asked our mother that because I don't think I would have. Right, exactly. Because it's like, off with your head. Oh, you having sex? Oh, you got to get up out of here. Right. (laughs) Yeah, my mom, even when I, you know, was pregnant with my child, she's like, what's going on here? I'm like, I've been fucking. What are you talking about? (laughs) Ah, exactly. (laughs) Mama, this is, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Like, this is the final frontier. What happens when you are having sex? And she was like, I just don't understand. What don't you understand, (laughs) ma'am? Oh, married woman. Man, you know, my mother is so quick to, and again, I get it. My mother, my mother and father were married 44 years. I honestly do not even think that my mother has been with another man besides my father. My father passed away two years ago. And I do not think, I mean, they started dating when they were children and they got married at 19. Mm-hmm. I do not think that she's been with another man. So it's funny you know, with me selling sex toys and, and uh, you know, so vocal about sexual health. I know when I first started with Pure Romance, she was a little uncomfortable. Um, but, you know, hey, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Let's talk about sex. Like, right, I, right. yeah, like I just really, and it's funny because we, you know, we all like to make, make our mother a little bit uncomfortable anyway. But I'm like, why is this a big deal? Like it's, it's sex is everywhere. I don't understand why we aren't talking about it even more when you were watching TV, when you're watching movies, when you're on the internet, like sex is literally everywhere. So if you are not comfortable talking about it, like you're the weird one, you're the outcast in my opinion. Right. And then everybody's doing it, whether you're doing it with yourself or someone else, you are doing it. Yes. The, the the clitoris has over 8,000 nerve endings. Let me tell you something. Somebody needs to be hitting one of those nerve endings. If it's you or if it's somebody else, you need to know what that feels like. Right, right. I remember um, in undergrad, I had a, a, um, a sweet mate who was, um, I mean, this girl had a body on her, right? Mm-hmm. We called her the body. And she was very, you know, sexually active, you know, at 18, this was freshman year, 18, 19 years old. And she used to always say, you know, I had sex with so-and-so and I got mine. But then she would follow that up later on when we were like really having a deep dive conversation and say she never had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. So by like year two, 
my roommate was like, hey, you keep saying you get yours, but then you say you haven't had an orgasm. Mm. So we asked her to like break it down, like tell us exactly what is happening when because she was having sex with dudes like every different dudes every night. Mm-hmm. That's just how she came to school set up. I mean, that's that was her thing. <laughs> and she was getting it in. She was getting it in, baby. And she um she was like, Well, let me describe everything that happened. So then she says, Well, you know, like, well, you know, I'll get on top or he's on top and, you know, we'll, we'll have some oral sex and we'll do this and we'll do that. And then like my body starts tingling and then I get real hot. And then I feel like this rush of excitement and then I don't feel it anymore. So we're mm-hmm. looking at her like you dumb, dumb. That's a goddamn orgasm. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, I thought you were supposed to be shaking and falling out the bed and your tongue was supposed to, to come out. Ma'am. Oh, wow. Seizure. Like, yeah, we're all been... looking at her like, <laughs> n- no, no. That's a cardiac arrest. What are you right. talking about? <laughs> like, you dumb, dumb. What are you talking about? But you would be surprised at how many... Well, first of all, there's so many different types of orgasms, which I know a lot of women are not aware of. And then, Okay, so break it down, Miss Pure Romance Consultant. Oh, my goodness. So I'm not a sex expert. I just know a little, I know a thing or two, you know, and okay. I know a thing or two because, you know, hey, I've, I've tried a thing or two. So I think you need <laughs> to, <laughs> I, I'm like, you. I got to practice what I preach around here. Right. So, you know, there are so many types of orgasms. There's there's uh, clitoral orgasms. There's external orgasms. There's even for men, there are prostate orgasms, you mm-hmm. know, and that doesn't necessarily mean um, how can I put it like you can you can literally have a prostate orgasm with a straight man mm-hmm. with using your finger. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, when I say prostate orgasm, I don't want people to just assume those are for um, homosexual men. Like, no, mm-hmm. heterosexual mm-hmm. men, if you have ever talked to a, a, a straight man who's had a prostate orgasm, they will probably tell you that's one of the best feelings that they've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I think that people just have to realize they and they gotta you know you gotta play around with some things because even when you're using a toy it's a different type of orgasm than if you're actually having sex right and if you're having anal pleasure that's a different type of stimulation and orgasm than having vagina and a vagina orgasm so Mm -hmm. you you gotta play around down there you know i will be the first one to say that i really didn't know what was down there until I was in my late teens, mm-hmm. you know, um, I had to get a mirror, look down there. I, I touched, I felt, I, what felt good, you know? Um, and then when I started to have sex, I will be the first to also admit that I was having sex for my partner. I was not yeah. having sex for pleasure to please right. myself. I didn't know. Right. I had to learn what I liked. Right. And that kind of goes back into that whole patriarchal thing that kind of happens, you know, for those of us that grew up in the church or around church. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're never taught that your body is an instrument of pleasure for you. Right. As well as your partner. So a lot of times, like I can relate to that. I've had sex 
to please other people, but I was not necessarily pleased. And then as you get comfortable over time and you learn more about your body and your needs, mm-hmm. then you got to take charge too. Absolutely. Cause then it's like, hell, I'm, I'm doing all of this work. What am I getting out of this? Right. Shit. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we struggle with that. And I think it's because we're not comfortable with being a sexual being on our own terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And again, communication is key. Like Mm -hmm. talking to your partner about what you like or what you don't like. Like I know some women who, you know, they, they really love oral sex and that's the only way that they can orgasm. Mm -hmm. And I know some women who don't like oral sex at all. Right. I'm not one of them, but cause I feel like, you know, you, you, you have to definitely be all up and down there. Um, (laughs) But you what know, is my famous line that I've I've always said since we <laughs> say it say it what what is it what is brace the face embrace the face you ain't never lied and um yeah man it it, it really is Jay it really is about communicating what you like because we all like different things like I just got off the phone with one of my homegirls and she told me like she had a guy um I don't know if this is too vulgar but you know lick her ass last night and she really liked it and I was like you know for me um tossing salad that's like a once a quarter type thing like it doesn't have to be done (laughs) you know it's like a birthday holidays once a quarter like I I need to know you that you're gonna do it because I feel like you know right we should be doing everything in the bedroom Mm -hmm. you know it shouldn't be any limits in the bedroom but I also don't need it you know every day so but some women and I'm like girl you got a big ass that was a lot of licking you know (laughs) so I listen you give you I hope you cook that man a good hot breakfast this morning because he deserved it Iron his shirts too. <laughs> exactly. Put that good <laughs> crease in them because it that is a lot. So right. again, communicating what you like, making sure you know what you like so you can communicate that to your partner because how can you tell somebody else what you like and you don't really even know? Right. So um those are that that's key. That's key right. to to being happy in the bedroom. You know, we've all, I think we've all been in those toxic relationships where it, good sex was involved and you had to be like, well, shit, you know, this relationship might not be so bad after a round or two. You know? Right, right, <laughs> right. And we have all been there. And if you're listening and you don't think you've been there, you a damn lie. You a damn lie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen one sister walk away from some some good dick after uh you know an argument or two mm-hmm. not one mm-hmm. so tell me as much as you want to share tell us about your sex life oh man so you know i am um pretty much i'm i'm a married woman now so i'm newly <laughs> engaged but i will tell you when i met josh um it was, it was, we talked a lot before mm-hmm. we had sex, right? Mm-hmm. So I think um, I set up the tee for, for a home run, man. You know, like mm-hmm. it was 
we talked about, and again, communication, we talked about everything from, okay, so are we going to use a condom? Are we not going to use a condom? Do you like toys? Do you like lube? And I remember the first time he went down on me, it was so funny. Shout out to Fair Romance because I love my company. I had put some, um, like a dab of lube and I always, and I'm sure you see it on my story all the time because it's my favorite lube and it's called Just Like Me. Mm-hmm. And this lube um, flavor, which we don't have it anymore, and I'm so heartbroken, but they still have a really another good flavor. But this flavor was red licorice, and it literally tasted like, I don't know. I don't know if it tasted like a Twizzler or Starburst or something like that. And when he went down there, honey, I remember he got up and looked and was like, what do you have down there? Like, you, you taste like a Starburst. And I was like, <laughs> that's just how I taste. You know what, I mean? what you mean? This is normal. <laughs> so, from, I think that's how I hooked them, you know, and then shit. And then a year later, we was engaged, baby. So I did something right. But we have, um, you know, I will say we have very nasty off limit anything goes let's try this type of sex mm-hmm. that's when I say what my sex life is now it really is just that okay now tell us about the tools in your opinion and from your professional um, opinion what what are the tools that support a, a healthy sex life number one communication mm-hmm. you gotta talk You have to talk to your partner. You have to know what you like. Number Mm -hmm. two, read read a book, read an article, read something so you know. I I bet a lot of people, a lot of women don't know that they have 8,000 nerve endings in their vagina. Right. You know, so pick pick up some literature and just learn a little bit more about sexual health and sexual pleasure. And, you know, sex missionary style every day it gets boring right (laughs) Right. so learn about different positions learn about different sex toys every sex toy is not for you every type of vibrator is not for you Mm -hmm. um lubricants lube you know i don't care how much of that wop you think you got listen (laughs) we are getting older allergies medications all of that causes um you to have your body to have a different type of reaction mm-hmm. it really really does it causes your body to your your juices to dry up and you're and you don't even think about it mm-hmm. it causes um my apologies the garage just went down it causes um just it, 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 it for everybody is different it causes so many different right. types of reactions so you need to know what you're allergic to. You need to know how your body reacts to different medications because believe it or not, it is probably um, affecting your natural juices and mm-hmm. you didn't even know it because one right. day you might be really, really wet and the next day you're like, damn, you know, what's going on down here? We, we, I'm not as, I know I'm excited. I know I'm aroused, but your body has a different type of reaction. So right. again, communication, literature, reading, Knowing what you like, those are all keys to success in the bedroom. Okay. I agree with that. And I am getting older um, and I'm learning things about my body 
that I may have neglected in my 20s and 30s mm-hmm. because, you know, you're just young and you're just doing your thing and you're not thinking about the long term. So I I can attest to, I'm not saying me, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying <laughs> um, medication does affect how you feel and how your body reacts. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to pay attention to it. But when you are in control of your own sexuality and you know what makes your body work, you pay attention to those cues. Very true. And there's not to me, there's nothing wrong with, you know, I purchased stuff from you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with buying things that enhance your own sexuality that yep. may also enhance your sexual experiences. So tell me, what's the latest on sex toys? Oh my goodness. So let me tell you something. The pandemic, (laughs) the quarantine was great for Mm me. Mm -hmm. It was a a lot of chicks at home without a quarantine bay. Like, look, it's just me and you, vagina. What we doing? (laughs) You know, so it, it depends. It depends on what you like. It depends on if you have a partner. Um, I know Josh and I have been using the vibrating C ring. Um, mm-hmm. C ring, if people do not know, is for cock, so it's co- a constriction ring. Mm-hmm. And you know, we both get pleasure out of that because it vibrates, so and it has different settings, different types mm-hmm. of vibrations. And then the constriction makes his penis harder, longer. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a if listen, it's one of those all night activity toys. So if you, right. you know, if you're trying to get a quickie and the C ring is not for you. Right. But then, right. you know, there's different types of vibrators that we've used before and that I definitely recommend even during sex, because having an external and an internal orgasm at the same time might take you up out of here. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> listen look i was getting ready to say well make your eyes roll in the back of your head listen. you will instantly start thinking about what you gonna cook this person to eat you will start thinking about all kind of shit do you hear me as soon as you <laughs> get your thoughts together as soon as the the numbness in your feet you know come back together it you, you would really start to to be like well damn so, um, different types of vibrators and then anal, anal pleasure toys, mm-hmm. man, you know, I, like I said, I was, I am not a big, um, an ass play girl, but you know, I've, I've tried it. I'm, yeah. Let's, let's see what it feel like. Mm-hmm. And, and some people tried and they love it. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of good anal play toys. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, we have the, um, one of my favorite is called the hand jive. So the hand jive is some the old school term for it is called like pocket pussy, right? But it's mm-hmm. literally like a masturbation sleeve. So especially for those women who don't like to give head that much, but mm-hmm. they man, they the the man they love head. Their man they love head, they want head. So this hand jive, you literally put lubricant in it you put it on the penis you know you play with it you you kind of um pepper grind kind of pepper grind method right. up and down it, it seems like you're doing a lot and you're really not doing that much mm-hmm. and the men love it they go 
crazy over it. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and those are good for those lady those lazy nights, girl. You know we have those too. Yes, where it's do. like, huh? Okay, yeah, I gotta give this dude something. I want to do something for him. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like doing a lot. But the men, the love it, the sound, especially if you you lube it up really good. It's you know almost kind of having like that that good whop in your hand. So <laughs> <laughs> there are so many different types of toys that I recommend. Different types of lubricants that I recommend. It just mm-hmm. depends on what you like. But those are those are definitely my top my top favorites. So if you had to build a toolkit for, let's say, for a single woman mm-hmm. who doesn't have a, a designated partner, she's kind of out and about. She may have, you know, a little bullseye over here and somebody she can have sex with over here. And she's just trying to keep her options open, but nothing really serious. Okay. But she's sexually a- active. Like, she's completely getting hers. What she's tools, getting hers. Okay. What tools would you... Um, recommend as far as like toys what tools should she have she should have a bomb ass vibrator and again ladies this is 2020 so no batteries okay nobody has time to be trying to find batteries and take the batteries out of the remote control to put in your vibrator <laughs> we, we don't have I feel attached time. right now I feel <laughs> attached right now please Throw those damn battery-operated vibrators away. We, this is the the time of USB. You can charge that shit in a car if you want to on your on the way to his house. Okay, so a good vibrator, a good USB charge vibrator. Um, it could be, it could be small or big. We have the mini ones. We have the super large ones. Again, it depends on what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very small, the Serena is what, um, it's kind of like my go-to small vibrator it, and it's really cute too. And it's waterproof. So if you, you know, have one of those, take one of those good long baths when you don't want to feel bothered with a man, but it's good for that too. So mm-hmm. the Serena small, heavy duty vibrator, USB chargeable. That would be my first go-to. My second go-to would be a good lubricant. We, Like I said, the weather is changing. We have allergies. Some of us are on birth control. Some of us are off birth control. All of that, all of those things affect your pH balance. It affects your, um, your natural juices. Get you a good lubricant. And again, the Just Like Me is a pH balance lubricant. And if you don't get the flavor, the flavored ones, the man, uh, the man or whoever is down there, the woman will never know that you even have anything down there. You literally need a dab on your fingertip, put it in your vagina. It'll last for a good 24 hours. Mm-hmm. It, like I told you, whop in a bottle. Um, <laughs> vib- so vibrator, lubricant. And lastly, I would say uh, a good blindfold. Okay. A really Why good blindfold? blindfold because... Sometimes what, sometimes this some good things just happen in the dark and when you don't know what's going on. And then sometimes, you know, we have really good sex in the, in the light too with the lights on. Mm-hmm. But I think for those, um, you know, and that can be for the guy she really, really likes, right? Because we don't want to put it, pull up, pull out all the stops for the, just the guy that she sleeps with sometimes. This is the, now this is for the guy that she really Kind of like, yeah, you, Mm -hmm. you can, she could see herself in a relationship with him, you know, take him to the bedroom, put a vibrator on him, 
and and you don't even need a lot of toys kiss you know guys are you know they they kind of I'm, I'm they are visual however with a blindfold you cannot see so then that's when they kind of tune into the other senses right mm -hmm. so you make those noises kiss them passionately you know those certain moans and groans those certain types of touches will make a man go absolutely crazy in the bedroom mm -hmm. so that is another another top um accessory that will go in my my toy bag and mm -hmm. um what else would i say and again man that hand jive that hand jive is key jay i'm mm -hmm. telling you when you really don't feel like giving head or even when you really do it's so helpful and you can have sex with it too <laughs> That's another conversation for another day, but you can use it for sex. Okay. I, I mean, I'm kind of interested in that. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so, so just for example, you could put it on your mate mm -hmm. and leave it there while you are having sex, like while you're having intercourse. intercourse. So that is a, another type of... It, it, so it fits around the penis. Mm -hmm. So it's just... And it seems like a lot going on down there, but it's not. It's just, it's an accessory and mm -hmm. it feels good. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Hand jive <laughs> on list. <laughs> mind your business. If you see, if you get an email that I placed an order tomorrow, just mind your business. Listen, I thought you placed an order today because I had an order placed and it was a very generic name. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe she's using her generic name because it's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure, but I wasn't going to bring that up. Though. So let me ask this question. With pure romance, like every product you buy, there's a level of discretion because mm -hmm. I know some people still are not really, you know, they don't want a package to come to their house and it says oh, yeah. pure romance on the label. Or, like, I don't give a damn. This is my house. What I buy in here is what I buy. So I don't give a damn what it says. <laughs> but I've always had that same mentality, even with like buying condoms. I have a friend who... She's ashamed to buy condom. Like she sneaks them in her basket and she tries, girl, buy. Right. At least you're being safe, sis. Get what you need. Let everybody know, yes, you're getting you some. Mm -hmm. And go about your business. And and getting you some safely. Right. Right. I'm like, come on. She's like, I just don't want people. Mm -mm. No, no, no. And then I can tell with that same mentality, she struggles to find her own to have her own sexual needs met. Mm. You know, it just kind of all ties in together. You know, you're ashamed to buy condoms. You don't want people to know you're having sex. So you're definitely ashamed to speak up and tell your partner what you like and what you don't like. <laughs> right. It right. just kind of goes hand in hand. Very true. Talk to her. You need to talk to her. Jay. I you, have, you... We've had these conversations and I'm like, you always disappointed with someone that you're intimate with because you don't speak up mm -hmm. don't let anybody just take control of your body the way they want to Be what was the movie called uh with taraji in it and she could hear the men talking have you seen oh, that oh yeah what is it called what men want was it yeah i think it is what what men want and she you know um had had sex with a guy and this is before she could hear everything he was saying and the guy really liked her, but the sex was 
whack because it was like she just kind of got hers but mm-hmm. then when she could hear what he was saying in her mind it was like fireworks mm-hmm. but I think some women think that men have you know that 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 they have that type of superpower and they don't so sis talk to the talk to your mate right right and a lot of times you know we see this and especially in social media there are men who enjoy having sex with women because they like vagina, but mm-hmm. they don't like women. Mm. And Real. They don't. And it, it shows in their behavior. So when you have someone like that, you're never going to be satisfied. Like never, because it, they're not invested in your satisfaction. They're simply invested in their own nut. And that's it. Very true. So... What is the best time to raise delicate sexual issues with a new partner? Like, what what do you recommend? Right away. Right away? (laughs) Why is that? First date. Why not? Because as much as we can sit and say, we've we've all been on dates. We've all been uh, out with people we don't or we don't like. However... You cannot tell me on the first day you are not sitting across from this person thinking if you would have sex with them. I agree. So so why wouldn't you talk about it? I agree. I absolutely agree. You can't tell me that. that, You know, I. How do I bring up a delicate sexual issue on the first date? Like I couldn't imagine myself doing it on the first date, but I do it. You know, when we get to the point of intimacy. What are you attracted to? I'm attracted to very smart men, um, very intuitive men. I like quirky, nerdy kind of dudes. Okay. You don't su- you don't suspect that they are um, a little hood, like they have a little an ounce of thug in them. But the the intellect and the quirky and the nerdy. And you know those be the biggest freaks, wrong. right? Those be the ones that yes. windmill your ass upside. Yes, down. yes, yes. Yes, those I, be the I, ones I like that have you on the wheel of fortune. Yes, right. will because you yes. don't see it coming. But like the the dude that's a little more rough around the edges, you know, he's just got all bark, and sometimes mm-hmm. there's nothing there. So I yes, I can attest to that. That is my preference. So I think that that is also one of the first questions that that will kind of lead you into sex, like at on the first date, you know. What do you usually talk about? It's almost like a job interview, right? Right. Um, right. What do you like? You know, what do you like to do for fun? Do you have any children? In those lineup of questions, hey, you know, what what are you attracted to um, sexually? Mm-hmm. What made you be attracted to me for us to go on this date? Right. And a, a real, uh, if you, if you're being real, like for me, if a man was to ask me that, and I usually date men and now don't, we're not going to say that all of them have been, but I usually date men who have very nice bodies, very athletic, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that was one of the first things Josh and I talked about. Like he was like, you know, well, what made you attracted to me? And I was like, I wanted to see you naked. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Hmm. So from there, it kind of goes, and it doesn't mean we're going to have sex that night. It doesn't mean we're going to have sex the next day. But right. we, we've talked about it because I now you know that I wanted to see you naked. So it kind of leads into the next question. Okay. So after you see me naked, then what? 
Right. Like, what do we do from here? Yeah. So it's kind of like those lead-in questions. Um, you know, I I even met a oh, I might not even I might not have sent you that article. I I met this young lady who literally makes thousands of dollars a week as a sex operator. You know, if you know how to talk about sex, mm-hmm. if you know, if you're comfortable with it and you are are just and you really want to know what people really want to say, mm-hmm. like it's easier. Right. It's easy. Right. And I, I think that, you know, we're about in the same age demographic. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you know, phone sex was a thing. Like you phone, had to. Yes. That one hundred number. How many of us almost dialed that one right. number on right. house phone? Right. Got your ass beat. <laughs> Down. <laughs> 99 cents a minute. <laughs> but phone sex was, was a thing. And then even like in undergrad, you know, if yes. you had a boyfriend that was somewhere else, you know, you did write those nasty letters and you did get on the phone and have phone sex. Yep. To me, that's like a natural form of, again, expressing yourself. Very um, true. But now in this new you know, day and age, like I still encounter people that, you know, they're so used to someone showing off a body part. I'm sliding your DMs. I'm going to show you, you know, mm-hmm. my dick, or I'm a sh- I want to see your titties or what, S- sir. No. And that no, doesn't no, no. really leave too much to the imagination. And exactly. don't get me wrong. You know, I am, I am big on, I'm the queen of skimpy swimsuits and I I'll do all of that. But however, I'm not about to send you a picture of my pussy in your DM. For what? For what reason? I'm I'm not doing that. Right. I don't think I've ever done that. I wouldn't say I I haven't done it. I haven't done it in a very long time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I can't read. Now listen, I've done a lot of things, so my mind, <laughs> you know. And, and and I am, you know, I'm somebody's I'm somebody's wife now, so I gotta I gotta act right. But I'm just saying I don't and, and I'm not downing it, but right. I'm just saying like it doesn't leave if you leave that the chase, the the um anticipation, that is what the drive is behind, right? It's Absolutely. like Absolutely. That's the excitement. Absolutely. And a lot of times, you know, with the, I call it the microwave sex society. Mm-hmm. You miss that. You miss, you know, taking that time and using your imagination and thinking everything out and planning, you know, a romantic evening, lingerie, so tools, toys, and then you're not tuned into what you want and what you need from that other person. You're just focused on, you know, getting straight to the finish line. And it doesn't, like, that's one thing I wish that more older African-American women who are a little more secure and comfortable in discussing sexuality with younger women mm-hmm. would talk about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have those conversations, but it's in a very condescending tone. Yes. And that's where you lose the ability to teach and to learn because you just, you come off very nasty um, and you come off as if you know everything. Very you true. Have to listen to how these, how other people have come to the place that they are. And we don't, we don't always do that. And that's why it's so hard for us to discuss sexuality. In one of my um, Facebook groups, someone posted one of those memes of 
Cardi B and Megan um, the Stallion about you know having a wop. One is got shot, and the other one is getting divorced. And I'm like, y'all, uh, uh-uh, that's not right. That, that's not how that works out at all. But that doesn't even yeah that that doesn't equal out to any of that. Like, right. And I'm like, and we're still struggling with having healthy conversations about relationships. We're struggling to have so healthy conversations about sex and sexuality and about what we need because we got these punk ass memes mm-hmm. that everybody thinks is funny. And it's, it's absolutely not funny at all. It's and not, we, we can't fix anything if we don't, you know, have those, those kind of healthy conversations. So let me ask you this question. You know, we've centered this conversation around being a sexual being for yourself, your own sexuality. What is, what is one thing that women still don't get about masturbation? They think it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of women think masturbating is a bad thing and it is not. Um, We actually had a doctor come to one of our peer romance classes. And that's one thing I am, I really love about the company because it helps you literally learn about the body and we have sex experts come in and we have doctors come in. And I think that women think that masturbation is bad when at the end of the day, (laughs) my mouth dropped to the floor. There's 365 days in a year. And this doctor literally told us women who have at least, 300, I think in like 24 orgasms a year, they are considered very healthy women. They usually live longer, high libido, healthier. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. Right. Now I'm, I'm counting my number for the year. Wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. And we are, and I'm not saying that that has to be, you know, it does, uh, 324 times doesn't have to be through sex. So sometimes we don't even want sex. We right. just need that quick little hit. Right, right. Sometimes I, I, you know, full disclosure, I use it as a way of falling asleep. Yes. Like my body is relaxed. It's a relaxation method. Yes. Yeah. So quit thinking that masturbating is bad. It's not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Touching yourself, getting to know your body, knowing what you like. Why is it okay for somebody else to figure out what you like, but you don't know what you like? Right, right. And no one else should be in control of your own sexuality. And we struggle so much with that. Very true. We struggle with it. So let me ask you this final question. Everything that we've talked about, like you and I have known each other for at least four or five years now. Mm -hmm. And um, we talk about sex and being free and enjoying life. And you and I are of the same mindset that love doesn't have to be a struggle. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us likes struggle love. If there is a relationship and it goes sour, we instantly, you know, grab our shit and go. And we never talk about it again. Like you, I've never Mm -hmm. seen, and you've never seen me blast anybody that I've dated and it just went bad. Like I may have shared some things, but not in a public setting. Right. When you look at your own sexuality and you look at your own self-esteem, what are two things you want people to know about you? Hmm. That is a really good question. One that I didn't just 
come out the womb and know everything <laughs> about my sex and know everything about sex and know everything about my body. Mm-hmm. I had to learn. I had to learn. I I learned and I learned. I had to watch porno. Mm-hmm. You know? And and mm-hmm. that's just real because I wanted my man, my husband, whoever I was with at the time, to be extremely pleased with my mm-hmm. sex game. Right. So it wasn't like I just became this um you know, like I said, this sex bird or this this person who knows everything about sex and knows what to do. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other thing would be that I, I wasn't always as comfortable either. It, it, mm-hmm. it came over time. Okay. It came About over what time. age do you think that comfort set in? Uh, I think, I, again, I think in my 20s, I was just having sex just to have sex. Mm-hmm. And then, because I remember dating a guy, Jay, that didn't even, he had never went down on a chick. And I was like, well, we can't be together. I don't, we, what? Like, we can't be together. Like, that is my love language, honey. That's the only way you're going to get up in here. Like, <laughs> you you have to go down on me. And I remember we, we did have sex. The sex was great. And he would always ask me how the sex was. And I would be like, well, it was okay, like, but if you, you know, if I would have got some head or if you would have, you know. Right, if I could have graced your face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I could have graced your face, then this would have been awesome. But exactly. so no man wants to hear that. Right. Right? No man wants to hear that the sex was just okay when they know they could have done something more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that came with age. It just came, and then when I was in my mid twenties and it was like, okay, this is, this is what I like. I like sex from the back a lot. Okay. This is going to be my thing. And then <laughs> it was like, okay, well shit. Now I'm a, I'm a missionary type chick, but I'm not just like a dead fish missionary. Right. 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 You know, I'm thrusting and moving and moaning. Ex- exactly. Yes ma'am, yes, ma'am. Because that friction baby his body and those 8,000 nerve endings right with that good thrust with that good thrust yes ma'am so yeah and you you it's, it's going to take time you're going to want to learn you you've got to want to learn you've got to right. want to learn what you like so yeah I think that's what it was for me I, 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 I don't want people to think like oh shit I came out of a porn star, a sex star, knowing everything about sex because I didn't. I come from a very conservative family, a very mm-hmm. conservative ass mother, like I said, who's probably only been with one man her whole life. So no, I mean, even my sister, my sister was married, what, 23, 24, mm-hmm. super early. Mm-hmm. Nobody really talked to me about sex. I had to learn that shit on my own. Mm-hmm. I had to learn what I liked and I had to learn what I didn't like. Right. And I had to learn how to communicate that. Yeah. So we talked about the Pure Romance site. And there were two other posts that really caught my eye. And I want to thank you for being our guest. And I want to close by reading both of them. Okay. To Black women that are having a hard time taking control of your body and your sexual wellness, know that it's not your fault. Black women have been undervalued, overlooked, and explained, exploited for their sexuality and looks for centuries. So take the time to truly love yourself from the inside and out and know that you're beautiful. And that was by Miyoshi Smith. Mm-hmm. 
and um, normalize talking about sexual health with your family, your friends, and your doctor. Thank you, Shonda, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'll be available anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.